0: Those are just some of the big ordinances and measures that Chicago's city council is taking up today. Now, Mayor Lori Lightfoot is beginning the second half of her first term in office. And unlike past Chicago mayors, rubber stamp or warm and personal aren't the way one would describe this mayor's relationship with city council. So where is the mayor and the council at odds? And where can they find common ground? For more on today's council debate, here is Heather Sharon Chicago politics reporter for WTTW News. Hi, Heather. Welcome back.
1: Hi, Sasha Ann. Thanks for having me.
0: So, Heather, I want to start with the, the city council was poised to rename Outer Lakeshore Drive. Tell us the details there and also the latest on that. Where do we stand? Well, well we
1: haven't gotten to that part of the agenda yet. So that is definitely the elephant in the room. And it seems likely that it will be blocked with a procedural motion because there are still a lot of outstanding questions about how this would actually be done. When uh, Alderman approved this measure in committee, there was not a fully finalized ordinance that defined Outer Lakeshore Drive, you know, when does it start, when does it stop, And there's still some questions whether some residences would have to change their addresses, and some aldermen are reluctant to force them to do that, saying it will be a uh, bureaucratic nightmare, they'll have to get new government-issued identification cards, and it will be a cost. Mm. So it's very much influx right now, and everybody is really holding their breath because there are a lot of people who very feel very passionately that this change should be made.
0: Well, remind us why it's being suggested.
1: Well, there was a big movement after the, the, the murder of George Floyd a year ago to really change the way the city honors its Black founders. And of course, Jean-Baptiste Point du Sable was the first non-indigenous settler of what became Chicago. And Alderman David Moore, who represents parts of Englewood, says that it was not, he was not well honored by the city. He has not been well honored by the city, and the city owes him a debt of gratitude, and that this would be a way of, of really reflecting Chicago's status as a black metropolis. And it's really necessary to sort of even the playing field and make sure that black Chicagoans know that they have such a rich history in the city's founding.
0: Heather, you've also got an update on the future of the Thompson center. What's the latest there?
1: (laughs) That's right. So Alderman did approve this. Um, They basically changed the rules for what can be built on the Thompson center site. If it is sold and torn down. So under the previous rules, you would have been restricted to build a smaller office tower than the surrounding area. So this, which was authored by Alderman Brendan Riley at the request of Governor J.B. Pritzker, would really just sort of even the playing field, which could potentially attract buyers, could attract people interested in building some new structure on that site. It also... Still leaves the door open for an adaptive reuse of the building, which, as I said on Twitter, too much uh, engagement is almost equally beloved and loathed um, by Chicagoans.
0: And and rules for the site—they currently restrict what size building could be erected there, right? That's right. Which means
1: that if you're limited to building a, a building of a certain size, that property is going to be worth less. So. The state very much wants to get as much money as possible for this property. It's in the heart of the loop, right, at at Randolph and LaSalle. And the city wants as much property tax revenue as they can get because, you know, as we've talked about, the city is still mired in a, a pretty significant financial crisis, even as we emerge from the pandemic.
0: Now, City Council is also going after certain tow truck drivers. What's happening there?
1: That's right. Well, this passed. So this was authored by Alderman Gilbert Villegas. So before this ordinance goes into effect, you would only have to be licensed by the state if you wanted to operate a tow truck in Chicago. There was no city licensing procedure, but now there is. And Alderman Villegas says that this will stop rogue tow truck drivers who have really sort of um, used their trucks to really extort drivers who find themselves in a precarious position. There have been reports of tow truck drivers sort of racing to the scene of an accident, creating a public safety night, nightmare, or sort of basically saying, you know, if you don't let me tow your car away from the accident site, it's going to be bad for you. So this is sort of a long history of, of bad tow trucks in Chicago, and this is really a, 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 an attempt to sort of put that history behind the city and bring these businesses into compliance with the city and give the city a little bit more leverage over those that break the rules.
0: Heather, this council meeting is actually the first since some very serious legal troubles for one alderman in particular. Can you tell us about him?
1: That's right. Alderman Patrick Daly Thompson was indicted on federal charges that he filed false tax returns and lied to federal investigators. He has pled not guilty and maintains his innocence, and he has asked The judge, in his case, to set a trial date as soon as possible, saying he is determined to clear his name. And he has been present at every committee meeting since then. And he is here in person today at the city council meeting playing an active role. He is the second alderman, sitting alderman, to face federal charges. Uh, Alderman Ed Burke um, faces 14 counts of corruption. And he is also present here today at the city council meeting.
0: Yeah, 10 other people, including several high-ranking former bank employees, have already been charged as part of the ongoing federal criminal investigation into the failure of Washington Federal. Now, you've also been following some tough negotiation and debate connected to police reform and oversight. We've been talking about it a lot here on Reset. Where are we on that?
1: Well, Mayor Lightfoot, after nearly eight months, has introduced her own proposal to put an elected board in charge of overseeing the Chicago Police Department. And that puts her on a direct course with members of a majority of members of three main city council caucuses who favor a competing measure, which would give the, uh, a similar board much more power to set policy for the police department, as well as to hire and fire the chief administrator of the main agency charged with police misconduct. Um, the mayor says that the power to run the police department should stay with the mayor, should stay with her because she's the one who's ultimately going to be held responsible by voters. However, least reform advocates and progressive aldermen who favor the more um, stringent measures say, look, we've tried that. It, It hasn't stopped decades of scandal and misconduct and brutality, so we need to do something different. Mm -hmm. And they say if you put control of the police department in the hands of the people, it will have more trust, it will have more believability in the communities, and it would make Chicago a a safer place. Uh, This won't be voted on today. We're headed toward a bunch of what I anticipate to be Really intense debates uh, next month mm-hmm. when Alderman Chris Taliaferro, the chair of the Public Safety Committee, has said he will call these measures for a vote.
0: Well, as we mentioned at the top, Heather, you know the mayor's relationship with the City Council is looking to be much more contentious going forward than when she first started out as mayor. Can you tell us briefly how that relationship has changed over time?
1: Well, I think it started off very tense and it has only gotten worse. More tense, (laughs) yeah because the mayor made a point of her in her inaugural address of sort of turning to the alderman and saying, I'm here to root out corruption and you are all on notice. And in various ways, the alderman have pushed back on that attempt to reduce her power and have tried to assert themselves not only as public officials responsible for getting residents a new garbage cart if they need one or um, somebody in charge of approving block party permits, but also as legislators. And that's Very different for the Chicago City Council, which really served as a rubber stamp under Mayor Rahm Emanuel and both mayors daily. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, that is Heather Sharon, Chicago politics reporter for WTTW News. Heather, thank you for keeping an eye on this stuff. We'll talk to you again soon. Happy to do it. And that's today's Reset from Howard Street to 138th. From politics to the pandemic, we've got you and Chicago covered. Catch this podcast every day on your phone or tell your smart speaker to play WBEZ's Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more.